0: morning, the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. If you got it, would you say amen? Amen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Everybody say new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I want to speak to you on this subject, something new for Easter, Would you pray with me? Father, we just thank you and praise you so much for this opportunity to be in your house. Thank you, Lord, for your many, many blessings that you've given to us. And, Lord, I pray that you would just bless our time now. Thank you for, Lord, the singing. Thank you for the giving, everything that has gone on. But now as we pull ourselves up to your table and feast on your word, Father, I ask that you would just anoint me. Lord, your word is already anointed. It will not return void, but it will accomplish that which has been set forth to do. But, Father, I need your help. I need your anointing. I am in need of your anointing in my life, and so I ask that you would do it right now from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, and I ask that you'd open every heart, every mind and spirit, that they would be receptive to what you have for them. I give you the thanks for it in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. God bless you. You can be seated here this morning. As we look at Easter, one of the traditions of Easter Sunday, at least here in the United States, is that everybody comes to Sunday morning service with their new Easter outfits. Now, I know that this service that we're in here at 9 o'clock, I know that I'm not going to say this is a little bit older than than some that come at 11. And a lot of you, I know you've already got grandkids. But you know what I'm talking about because I know when you were the parents that you made sure... That, that, that little Billy and little Sally had the brand new suit and the brand new dresses and all of those things. You come the Easter Sunday morning. Maybe even you may not be too old for How many of you, here you got on something new today? Anybody, you get anything, anything? You got a couple, got a couple that, that have got on some new stuff and everything, but, but one of those traditions that we have had in the U.S. is that we have these new things. There's no doubt that for many, uh, more thought has gone into their clothing or accessory selection than really what the holiday is actually about. I mean, we know it. We know here in the U.S. that there is a whole lot of people that come to church on Easter Sunday that don't come any other time. I mean, your church folks, I don't have to tell you that the big three, you know, when you're a pastor, you know it. The big three are the biggest is Easter. And then you have Mother's Day and then you have Christmas. There are those three holidays here in the United States that people will show up that they don't show up at any other time and, and for many uh, they have they have had their minds on everything else what what earrings what necklace what shoes what or let's put it on the men what Tie or, you know, let's get into modern day men then. They're not a lot of ties anymore, but there's a lot. They like their shoes. You know, what what my shoe do I have on my Jordan, especially in the next service? Do I have on my Jordans or do I have on my Vans or which shoes do I have? And, And many have thought more about that than really what Easter is all about. Now, we sometimes we get critical about those kind of things, but I believe that the original thought for the tradition probably started with good intentions. Based on the fact that really and truly Easter is about newness, isn't it? It's about newness. It's about freshness. It's about the coming of a new season. That's first Easter morning when Jesus Christ stepped out of that grave started a brand new season, didn't it? It started a brand new day, a brand new season. There was change on this planet. Something new happened. We entered into a, an age of mercy, an age of grace, an age like no other. And so I don't believe, listen, there's nothing wrong. I know a few of you did and probably in the next service and especially up in children's church, every single one of them next service will have on you. set. So there's nothing wrong with that. I believe it started with that newness because Easter is all about New things. So, first of all, let's look at this. Let's look at the old creation. If you're taking notes, that's my first point. The old creation or creature is the reason that we need something new for Easter. It is the old man, the old creature, it is possessed of a sinful nature. And an evil heart. The book of Genesis chapter 6 and verse 5 says this. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And now we find that this is the description right before God sent the flood. He sent that flood. He told Noah, thank the Lord that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, that Noah built an ark, saved him and his family and saved humanity. But we find that that there was such wickedness in the earth. But we know that that's the same now because the book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 37, Jesus talking says, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be at the coming of the Son of man. We're living in those days today. We're living in the days where just like it was in the days of Noah it is now and the old sinful man the old sinful creature that old man in us is sinful by nature alienated by God and this old nature causes us to have a low set of values and low set of standards and in fact I believe it causes us to even have a distorted mind. We think differently when we don't have Christ. Somebody say amen. And it's this old nature and this old creature that all of us have. In fact, we know that the Bible tells us that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You see, there's not one person that's ever been born except for Jesus Christ that has been good enough and that has not had this sinful nature. In fact, Scripture tells us that we were conceived in iniquity even, that from the beginning of our life, we look at a tiny baby, and I I do, I don't have time this morning, but of course, I believe in the age of accountability and an and infant baby that can't choose. God's going to take it to heaven if something happens to it. But still, that baby is shaping in iniquity, and we are all born with that sinful nature. None of us escape that, and that old creature finds themselves in a pointless Purposeless life with no sense of direction. We are in need of something, and that's my second point that we are in need of the new. Creation. You see, the new man has a new nature and a new heart. We read in our text, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You see, I believe that God doesn't just spit shine us a little bit when he saves us. Come on, somebody. I've got a pair of Adidas. uh, They're maroon. I bought them, I can't even remember, probably five years ago. I bought them when Academy was still open here in Starkville. I've got a pair of Adidas uh, maroon shoes, and the bottom of them are white. And I asked Jamie the other day, I'm still going to tell you, I said, I wonder if a Mr. Clean magic eraser would make that white part look white again. And I don't know. I'm going to try it, and I'll let you know next week if it does. But here's the deal. When God saves us it's not like God just takes Mr. Clean magic eraser and just cleans us up a little bit that's not what scripture says scripture doesn't say that he makes old things a little bit cleaner does it no it says that he makes old things new old things are passed away And behold, all things are become new. He puts inside of us a brand new spirit. He puts inside of us a brand new spirit, a brand new creature that lives on the inside of us. And the new man is in fellowship with God in Matthew 27, 50 and 51. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent, in twain from top to bottom and the earth did quake and the rocks rent. You know, I know who I'm talking to in the nine o'clock service this morning. You know what happened. You know that in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned, separation was there between God and man. He once just came down in the cool of the day and walked with us and talked with us and fellowship with us, but sin separated us. After sin came into the world, no longer Did God do that anymore? And then in the Old Testament, we find that when the sacrificial system was set up, that there was then a veil that was put between the holy place and the most holy place. And it was the most holy place where God's presence dwelt. It was that most holy place where God's presence was. But man was not allowed in. Only one man, the high priest, one time a year was allowed to come in to the presence of God. God. But own that good Friday when Jesus Christ gave up the ghost when he died there on the cross the Bible said across town in Jerusalem that there was a shaking and a rumbling the sky was dark and all of a sudden it said from the top to the very bottom the temple veil was torn and therefore access was given how is that it's because Jesus created within me a new creation I'm not the same old Dennis I was before I got saved. I am a new creature. The old man couldn't have fellowship. The old man could not get into the presence of the God. But the new me, the blood washed, the redeemed me, that new creation now has access into the very presence of the Lord. And it was for the reason of fellowship. That's what God wants. He wants us to have fellowship. So many people have in their heads that Christianity is just just fire insurance. Well, I I just don't want to go to hell. Well, I don't, but there's more to Christianity than that. It's more to just not going to hell. It's a whole lot more. It's not only just, yes, it's about not going to hell, but it's about fellowship with God. That's why he did it. The new man has a high set of values arising out of the word of God and taught and confirmed to us through his Holy Spirit. Book of Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You see, we find that not not only does God make us a new creature, but then there's a part of us, our mind, that God begins to transform, and he begins to change. Now, when I was a kid, I grew up playing with these toys called transformers, and they would transform. They'd be the the, the main one, Optimus Prime. He was a semi-truck. Which my daddy drove, all still drives. Drove but he actually had. A, he was a cab over, and at that time he was still driving a cab over. There's not a whole lot of those on the road anymore. But, but he was a cab over, and he'd be a truck one minute, and you can transform him into then a robot. He was something different. Listen, God has to transform our minds into something different. when we get saved, there should be a change. There should be a transforming in our mind. Lost people should think differently than saved people should. We shouldn't think the same way. Can I can I say that? I probably should have said that differently. Saved people shouldn't think the same way that lost people do. Because lost people are always going to think the way that lost people do. But saved people, our minds should be transforming. We should have a different way of thinking than lost people do. I gotta keep moving. Thirdly, we find then the recreation. You see, the change is the result of relationship. The phrase in Christ means that he must be accepted as Savior and the individual must be related to him. Throughout Scripture, and I don't have time, we can't dig into all of it. There's certainly not time on this Easter Sunday morning. But we find through Scripture, we find that we are adopted we find that we are sons and daughters. We find that we are the bride of Christ. We were once alienated from his presence. Think about that. Think about what Jesus Christ did. At the beginning, we were alienated from Christ. We were far away from his presence. We couldn't even come into his presence. But then we become adopted. We become sons and daughters of God. But not only that, then we find we are adopted sons and daughters and we are actually the bride of Christ. There is no, we, so we have gone from complete and total alienation to what God intended to be the most intimate relationship on this planet, marriage. That we are the bride of Christ. Why did did they start wearing new stuff on? I believe because Easter is all about new stuff. Easter is all about new things. There's a new relationship, and the change is open to all. The verse says this that we read. If any man, therefore if any man, somebody say any man, be in Christ. You see, the inclusion or exclusion is left up to the individual. Anybody that will accept this gift. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you're male, female. Doesn't matter if you're rich, poor. Doesn't matter the color of your skin. Doesn't matter your background. Doesn't matter what country you're from. Doesn't matter any. He said, if any man. He opened it up. Think about the newness there as well. What wasn't in the Old Testament? It was Israel. It was Abraham's seed. It was God's chosen people only. It was a pretty exclusive club. But thanks be to God at the cross, Jesus Christ opened it up to both Jew and Gentile. That now it doesn't matter who you are. You are left with the choice that you can accept what he's done for you or reject what he's done for you. And the change is... Readily available. You see, until Jesus returns for the second time, the invitation is always open. Day, night, in an Easter service, on a Wednesday night, at home, in your vehicle driving down the road, in a Winterfest service, in a youth camp service, wherever it may be, the invitation is always open and always Available, It is simply up to us to accept the invitation. It is up to us will we choose to accept if any man, if any man, it is God has said, here it is. It's yours, but you've got to choose to accept it. He's not going to make you. He's not going to force you. He's not going to manipulate you. No. He he is going to convict you. He is going to draw you. He is going to let you realize. I'm telling you that God Almighty, I preach this all the time, God Almighty has done everything. I don't know how anybody could say that God is an evil God because God Almighty has done everything possible except for make the decision for you. He sent His Spirit to draw us, gave His Life gave us blood. He draws us. It's laying out right there saying, will you accept this gift? It's new. Something new for Easter. A new life. A new way of thinking. A new way to live. And there's so many people in our world today that are so desperate for that. So many people that are looking for answers. So many people that are fed up with the way they've been living and fed up with all of the things that they've been dealing with. And, and here it is. The message has never changed. It's simply up to us Will we accept the invitation. Will you stand with me this morning, please? You may have come to this Easter Sunday, sir. They can come to the Instruments and singers if they will. You may have come to this Easter Sunday service with a brand new outfit. All the accessories. But you need more than just new clothes. You need a new heart. You may have come to this Easter service today and you had to wear something you've worn a thousand times. Whichever person you are, It doesn't matter. Christ can today give you a brand new heart and a brand new life. It's still available to us. Until the day that that trumpet sounds and Jesus takes us home, there's still time. And I know some of you as I look across this congregation, I have no doubt that you've got kids and grandkids and nieces and nephews that you've probably been praying for and you want to see them receive this new life you know there may be some in this room right now I don't know that you've come to this Easter Sunday service today and you feel like you have no direction no purpose no reason for your life Jesus Christ can make your life new today And give you the purpose and fulfillment that you need in your life. The key is to accept what He's done. And to come to Him. With every head bowed, every eye closed. Nobody looking around this morning. I don't want to pass up the opportunity on this Easter Sunday morning. That maybe there's somebody in this room that came today. And you don't know the Lord as your Savior. And you want to make things right with Him. If that's you, and you say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I need to make things right with the Lord. I want you to just lift your hands right now. Anybody in this house today, say, I just need to make things right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, here's what I want to do because I, I know this crowd. I know in this in this service what it is. And, and I've got a feeling, as I mentioned, that though you may be right, I've got a feeling you've got family members that you'd like to see saved. Family members that you would like to see accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. If you're here this morning, you say, Pastor, I I do. I've got some family members. I've got some friends, some people in my life that I know they need to accept this. They need to accept what Jesus did for them and become a new creature. Would you just slip up your hand right now? Come on, just put those hands up in the air right now. Can we pray together? Just leave them in the air. Heavenly Father, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come together. And Father, we pray for each and every one of these, Lord. All these hands represented right now. As you're praying, would you just call their name? You don't have to shout it out. You can if you want to, but just begin to call their names out to the Lord. Lord, right now, as they begin to call out these names to you, Lord. Sons and daughters. Lord, grandsons, granddaughters, nieces, nephews, Lord. Lord, you know them. Lord, maybe neighbors. Lord, I don't know who they are. Cousins, Lord. Brothers or sisters even. Father, I just pray for them right now we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over their lives and we just pray for salvation in their lives let the convicting power of the Holy Ghost arrest them O Lord in the mighty mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah hallelujah, thank you Jesus listen I felt, I felt, I want to stop right here and I want to tell you something, I believe on prayer meeting, I think there's a box here, Pat, is there a box with some lost people in it here, listen I, f- I believe God can do it, I can't remember exactly when it was maybe at the beginning of 2021 I think it was at Bethalto, uh, and uh, maybe a little earlier than that, that we did the same thing. It's no new, I told them there, I was like, listen, I know this is not brand new, but we wrote down loved ones that we wanted to see saved, and we were praying over them. And I got a testimony, got a testimony just the other day. My youth pastor up there texted me and said there was somebody that had been in that box that we had been praying over, lived in a whole other state that got saved Amen. just the other day. And so listen, I'm believing God can do it. God can do it in Illinois, and I think they were in Nebraska where they got saved. Listen, I'm believing that God can save them. God's not, He's still in the saving business. He's still in the soul-saving business. I believe that God can and will save the lost, and we're going to just continue to pray. One more time, I just i just felt like, how many of you know that we're, the Bible says we're made overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony? I just felt like testifying a minute, and so I want us to one more time. Let's just pray for those lost loved ones. Father again, Lord just I, I just continue to pray and continue to believe Lord that you are going to save the lost. We're living in the last days. Time is running out Lord. It is like the days of Noah. Lord you're soon to return but God I believe that there's still hope. I believe we will see lost family members saved. We will see lost loved ones saved and not just the people we love but right here at Starkville Church of God. We're going to see people we don't even know God people from all over this area God the entire golden triangle area they're going to come in and they're going to give their hearts to the Lord God I'm believing you for it I'm trusting you for it oh God students over at that campus Lord that are lost and they have no direction and no purpose they're going to come and they're going to find purpose in you oh Lord in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus we believe you and we trust you oh Lord that we're going to see it happen on this Easter Sunday morning God we thank you for newness we thank you for freshness we thank you for new things on Easter oh Lord in the mighty mighty name of Jesus let's sing this song before we go this morning my God can do Do anything, anything anything
1: anything my God can do, do anything. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. He made, this made the earth, earth with all, all its fullness, fullness and all that time
0: shall bring. to We still believe God can do anything. Would you give him one more hand clap of praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for being here on this Easter Sunday morning. I pray the Lord's blessings on your life. Listen, don't forget. I know that we're getting into a routine. I know it's different. But listen, don't forget. Wednesday nights... At 7 o'clock, we are having church here. We've got classes for kids. Pastor Bobby's been leading here in the sanctuary. Our youth and our kids, our our youth and our college are having service up in the Family Life Center. I know it's easy, folks. I know it's easy when you get out of the habit to, to get out and to not come back. But come be here Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock if you can. God bless you. Make sure you say hey to everybody. Happy Easter. Enjoy your ham and everything else you eat today. I'll see you Wednesday night if the Lord don't come back before and then I'll see you in heaven.
1: Spirit of the Lord comes upon my heart, I will dance.